Hey guys, welcome to episode 111 of the JV Club with my latest Boys of Summer guest, Mr. Jimmy Pardo. Uh, You guys have heard me wax rhapsodic, yeah I said it, about Jimmy for um, many podcast episodes in the past. Obviously I've had his beautiful wife Danielle Koenig on the podcast, we give her a shout out in the uh, episode itself and um, so probably comes again as no surprise to you. I don't know how many surprises you can really expect from Boys of Summer guys, you know the guys I love and uh, I've asked them all. Um, and uh, there's, I, I, frankly, people I love that I haven't even had a chance to ask yet, because there are uh, some great, great guys out there that I am hoping to get on the podcast. So we'll see what develops. But um, for now, I want to uh, assure you that you will not be disappointed by Jimmy's episode. He is, in fact, and indeed, one of my favorite people. So uh, hopefully you will not be disappointed if you are. I think there's a pretty good chance Jimmy and I will show up at your house and uh, give you at least a very aggressive aggressive noogie. Um, I want to throw a few shout outs out. I'm a little behind, but I did want to acknowledge and thank Rob Shea, PJ and Hannah on Cole's Nerdist page. I'm wondering if Shea might be uh, Cole's aforementioned brother, Shea. Sean, I want to thank you for your suggestion for uh, amusement. Uh, well, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to give it away, but you gave me a mash category to use. I did use it with Jimmy, so you can look forward to that. That's what I call turnaround right there. And then um, in general, I just want to throw out some Twitter shout outs and thanks um, just from uh, gotten some lovely Boys of Summer comments, gotten some great podcasts and Cora comments, and then also uh, a lot of really nice shout outs for the Mark Marin episode that I did that aired, I think, last week. Um, the therapy episode uh, where I got to play Paul Feig's co therapist and wife. Uh, what a joy and an honor. Um, so I was really happy to be a part of that. If you want to check it out, I'm sure you can get your hands on it um, post airing. I feel certain that's how the internet works these days. And uh, I think that's it for now. I just want to get right into the episode and um, talk to you guys soon. Take care. Now entering Nerdist.com. while you continue adjusting that just as long as you please that's maybe the first time that that microphone has been in a mic stand seems to handle itself well big deal (laughs) can't handle itself better than you handled setting up that mic stand which took 15 to 20 minutes took a lot longer than should have i give you that a lot longer now shake it up shake it up do you really feel like this now i want to quickly uh is this part of the program yes are we talking about the iced tea yeah for sure um I just just to set the stage, uh, I have come to the Never Not Funny offices, the headquarters, studio and office. Um, it's uh, and I was offered a wonderful, gigantic, almost a ginormous. Changed my mind at the last minute. You didn't have to. Very large can of uh, diet green tea from the Arizona Tea Company. You know, I'm from Arizona. Does that mean that anybody from Arizona gets a little piece of this? That's right. So whenever I buy one of these, I buy them often. Yeah. The fans of Jimmy Pardo know that I'm a big fan of the diet green tea with ginseng. Is the ginseng, the ginseng what sells you? Do you feel like you're getting an extra energy boost? Do I feel that? I feel my, my brain is sharper. And is this also in response to you deciding to drink less like heart-exploding drinks? 
right? Mon- the monster, like the different energy. I had a situation a couple of weeks ago where I went back on the monster drink. Oh, you did? And um, I've never been on cocaine, but I think I know what it is. I felt like my heart was going to explode, yeah. to use your words. Uh, I also had a throbbing headache. I threw up. Uh, you did? I did. Yeah, I vomited. Was it the same amount that you used to drink, but you're just not your body isn't used to it anymore? I drank. Well, I used to drink one of those big ones, one of those giant monster drink, uh, no carb. Yeah. Um, like this size, like this size. I think they're even this. bigger than this. This is what? thirty. This is twenty three fluid ounces. Yeah. I think the giant one is more than that. I'm not sure. Oh my. But I used to drink uh, those on a regular basis, and then I uh, cold turkey those. And uh, so these so you switched the, to cold turkey. The, I, 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 that has I, tryptophan in it. That's the opposite of that's, energy. That's how you doesn't yeah. it? Uh, and I had two. I had uh, uh, one. Uh, they were tinier uh, cans, and I had two. And I think it was one and a half too many. Oh. I was flying. It's scary. It was. I did not like it. Yeah, I did that's not a scary feeling. Like it. I wanted it to stop. I laid in, in bed. I told my wife and son, I, uh, you know, daddy's sick. That's what I said to my son. Yeah. I, if I said that to my say wife, he, I'd be I'm too bit. high. Daddy's too high right uh, now to uh, be a dad. I, and that's awful. That, yeah. that made me feel bad that I could not be a, a dad when I got home from work, that it's I had so to lay there and then have him stand on the other side of the door. Daddy, you okay? Oh. Oh, no. Dry heaving. And then eventually oh, nothing but God. liquid coming up. Were you, do you drinking tons of water during that to try to flush it out? Uh, yes, I did drink a ton of water to try to offset it. And it's almost uh, like you should have gone on like a crazy marathon run or something. Like, I did that as well. Did I you? Did because anything. because lying still when your heart's racing, you sort of. I mean, because I, that happened to me once. I had too much caffeine, and I. It was so much worse when I was still because I was so hyper aware of it that yeah. I just went out and started walking around like with purpose because mm-hmm. it made me feel like there was a reason that my heart was pounding. It was, I did the same. I, I ran, and, and, uh, but then when I got home, my the headache was so atrocious that I just had to lay down yeah. and then could not have been more grateful that it was like, oh, this wants to come out of here. Yeah. And then bathroom. Yeah. Get Double drunk. clap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. And so now this is this is sort of your drink of choice. I drink this. I actually prefer the um, the Arnold Palmer version mm-hmm. of Arizona tea and lemonade. That little combo, zero calorie, they call it. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is delicious. That reminds me of the old Nest tea. I want to say it was the old Nest tea from the 80s. Okay. Where it was the iced tea Isn't with that still lemon. available? I believe it is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've moved on, but you choose to be nostalgic about it. Well, that was a very high-sugared uh, beverage. Uh, it was iced tea with lemon, but the lemon overpowered it. That's kind of what that uh, Arnold Palmer is, but uh, it's delicious. It is delicious. I don't drink them very often. Oh, it's very good. It's very good. Uh, are these made in Arizona? Listen, this is an all tea, iced tea. Uh, all I know they podcast. moved to Arizona. He's got a, a condo made of Stona. <laughs> oh, my. We're talking about King Tut. King Tut, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We absolutely 100% mm-hmm. are. It's funny because we're doing this – because we're doing this podcast – my podcast, the JV Club, just in case you didn't realize. Oh, I didn't. Uh, awkward. Is that um, I'm here, so I feel like I'm doing your podcast. Yeah, it's a little weird. Maybe this it's was a, a bad weird. idea. Maybe but we should have But you couldn't room. have come over because you are allergic to pets. My pets. Uh, yours specifically. Pets. I'm allergic to dog and cat. And mm-hmm. I had the, I had a whole uh, uh, that whole testing done where they put a bunch of stuff on your back. Yeah, I had that too. And uh, how Were did you, you allergic how, to everything? How did yours look? Uh, very horrifying. Yeah. And for sure, 
Like I was skeptical about getting that allergy test anyway because I don't feel that I have allergies. So it wasn't but and and so for me it was from a blood test that my uh Joe Sugarman that Joe Sugarman suggested that I uh that I get because he was I don't even remember why he needed a blood test, but he was like Yeah, why would Shugs need a blood I test? I think Shugs needed it because he, I was sick and he wanted to rule out like mono or oh, something. Okay, that makes I sense. don't know. But he said, uh, you know, there's evidence of allergies. I think you should see an allergist and I was like Pfft. All right, Shugs. Who'd you go to? Who'd, uh, who'd Whoever he, whomever he recommended. Was I can't Itchus? remember. Was it Doctor Itchus? I don't know. That's a terrible name, though. Terrible name. Is it, or does it? Is it close to Itchus? that Itchus? I know. I think it's perfect. It's it's terrible because people must call him Doctor Itchus, and um, then they have to be like, "Ugh, it's uh, Itchus." Itchus. Do you? Yeah. Let me ask you this: You love Doctor Joe Sugarman so much. You would love Itchus, and you would, would really love. I want to say Doctor Cher is the gentleman that gave me a. Uh, oh, down in New Orleans. Dr. Dr. Cher. What? I don't understand that. Don't they call people that? I was like, come on, Cher. That's like a thing that they everyone calls each other Cher. They do? New Orleans? You've never heard that? No, and I've been all down here in the bayou, Cher. I'll tell you something about that. (laughs) I knew I was inviting your your New Orleans. I was down there. Hey, Jim Voice. For a short period of time. (laughs) And we went to see Sonny and Cher. And so that may be what you're referring no, to. No, for oh, sure. It's not. Because deer, you know, in French means share is share. Deer is share. So I they say the, like, oh, share. Oh, Don't that, worry oh, about that a share. Makes sense. Because I saw when I was overseas, <laughs> we went to Perry, <laughs> my wife and I, and I saw the share hunter, and that was that Robert De Niro <laughs> film yes. where the fella is uh, comes out of Vietnam. Correct. Yeah, yeah. the share hunter. So sure. that makes sense because it's the same as deer. Sure. Uh-huh. I see. <laughs> Cage guy explains this joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But uh, what were we saying? Cher, Sunny Cher. Uh, Dr. Cher. Dr. Dr. Cher. Well. What does he do? He uh, he gave me a proc, uh, proc good. Uh, that doesn't sound like anything I need. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Proctology? you got to have uh, the backside like that from time really? to time. Why I mean, wouldn't you? I don't think it comes up for women the same way. Um, maybe it does not. you don't have a prostate. We don't have a prostate. Yeah, but you uh, you still have uh, intestinal troubles. I I was having intestinal troubles. Uh, I see, I see, I see. Uh, wait, no, wait. What what, the, what what am I thinking about? Colonoscopy. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, you said you're you said rect. I thought you said something like proctology. Yeah, yeah that's but, still the same thing. Uh, I had a colon. He gave me a colonoscopy and an endoscopy. <sighs> endoscopy goes through your throat. Ah. Colon goes right, oddly enough, right. They meet the in the middle. They happen at the same time. They meet and, they, meet and the hopefully middle. the cameras take a picture of each other. Oh, hush here. Oh, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I haven't had to go to Dr. Sherry yet. I now know he's that great. I am he's a, the greatest. a great personality. Because I said about Joe, I wish that he was my normal, regular doctor, just my GP. Very expensive. Very yeah. expensive. Yeah, it is really expensive. You're right. Uh, I told, did I ever tell you about the time I was in there and Lisa Rinna showed up? I think you did tell me, and, but feel free to uh, tell again. They, you know, uh, This young lady no longer works there, but she was a bit – even though it's in Beverly Hills – and this guy... He sees everyone... He's all a celebrity. Everyone yeah. hands him their platinum records and right. they're all hanging they're all, on the wall. And so for the most part, I mean, so for this girl to be a... I don't... You, you swear on your podcast? I don't know I don't know your show. Do you swear? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can swear. Star fucker. She's a star yeah. fucker. And, which is bizarre because everybody in there is a star and then me. Right. Um, and me. And, uh, right. I mean, like, we literally... And we're, we're yeah. fun. We're doing okay. Yeah. But we are literally the least famous of his clients. Correct. And so... So it's for her to be a star fucker is bizarre because they all are. So I'm in the room one day and 
uh, Dr. Sher has got the, which I love. He's got the old timey thing on his head. Wait, this Sugarman, not Sher. Shugs, Dr. Yeah. Shugs. Yeah. He's got the old timey uh, oh, yeah. doctor thing and he's looking in my throat, you know, you stick it out, puts a little piece of uh, gauze on there. Yep. He looks down, he's doing that. And this girl, and, and I'm guessing she got fired, is like, uh, Do- Dr. Sugarman, Dr. Lisa Rinna is here. Lisa Rinner is Rinna is here. <laughs> He's like, well, well, I'm in with Mr. Pardo, and but Lisa Rinna is here. And then uh, he goes, I'm in with Miss. I'll be right. I'll be right with her. Uh, Lisa Rinna then pokes her head into my room to see who is Mr. Pardo. Needs oh to see. My. Uh, and it just occurred to me, and I've told the story before. Maybe she thought it was Don Pardo. She might have. Now that I thought that, maybe yeah, she thought. Yeah, maybe that uh, was kind of what I thought when you said. I that. I didn't all these years because that was ten, that's a ten year old story. You're yeah. welcome. That was 2003. Yeah. 11 years old. <laughs> uh, that's when I hosted National Lampoon's Funny Money, the game show where Big Labs gave you bucks. <laughs> then get you canceled. Uh, and then uh, and I, I lost my uh, voice. And so I had to go in and get steroid shots so that I can continue with the show. And uh, he also gave me a little something to calm down. Yeah. We're going to give you a little something to calm down. And by that, you mean a back massage by Lisa Renna. <laughs> Come in here and could relax, you know, Jimmy, for a second. I could have gone way darker. Could have gone way darker. I'm glad you didn't. Let's get back to the allergies. Hi, I'm Jimmy. So you got your allergy I do. test I, I, I wonder, on your back. I wonder if I have the picture here on my telephone. I wish I'd taken a picture of mine. So they, when they tested me, I was like, "Go nuts!" But just know that I'm not allergic to anything. And, and then it uh, turns out. And then yeah, within a couple of minutes, the itching was so. It's awful, right? Horrible. And you can't do anything it about like it because they have to It see. feels like you've been pranked. Like they got you, and now you can't touch it, and now you're just in a room by yourself waiting for them to come in and save you. Now listen, I'm listening, yet distracted. I I, I can't believe I deleted it because I enjoyed showing the picture people of your rashy back. My rash back. Uh, Were you, you pretty much allergic to everything? Yes. Well, so it, can we talk about what they put in that? in there because at, they didn't tell me anything that they were pricking me with. What do you mean? And then they give you the list. Oh yeah. Right afterwards and show you what you're allergic to, and I. I feel like if I had had the choice, I know it's just a conceptual thing, but if I had had, if they had said, here's a decision, would you like us to inject you with just a little bit of cockroach to see if you're allergic to cockroach? I would say, let's pass on that. Why? I, I don't like knowing that, one, I don't like that someone put a cockroach in, put co- any kind of cockroach inside me. I, I love the fact that I discovered that I am, that is one thing I am not allergic to. And now uh, you can eat them. I am nauseated by them. They they fast. I am fascinated by the cockroach. Huh. They nauseate me. Yet if I see one, I can't stop looking at it. Oh, interesting. Um, but when I found I out that you could be allergic, uh, I was relieved that I was not. So just what, in case just you can't stand case. looking at them. Is that what you said? No, I think most people. No? I can't, I, You're fascinated. I feel the same way. I I yeah. despise them. They nauseate me, but yet yeah. if I see one, it's like, look at that. What's that? What's that? That's about? how it is for me with spiders. Like, I can't take my eyes off a spider, even though I feel I get super the willies. I got no problem with spiders. Not, no problem at all? I don't, that's not true. I don't like spiders or snakes. I don't have problem with snakes, If that's really. what it takes. <laughs> so the, the, but where does the snakes thing come from? The great Jim the, Stafford. The, the, that's the, the great Jim Stafford. I don't even know who that is. Oh, I don't like spiders and snakes. Matter what it takes to love me. You don't remember that song? Uh-uh. Jim Stafford. Jim Stafford. I got nothing. The great Jim Stafford. I got nothing. Can't have been that great. Can't that, have been that great. That song was number one, I'm going to say minimum four weeks. <laughs> okay. Minimum. I stand corrected. A month I long stand corrected. at the top of the charts. Uh, I apologize to Mr. Stafford. You don't like snakes. You don't, you don't, snakes don't bother you. You're walking on a trail. You see a rattler. I mean, I guess it, it, it would sort of take me aback, but I don't know that I would be like, ah! 
Ooh, I saw a snake. Ooh. I think I'd be like, ooh, that was a close one. You don't think you turn into Charles Nelson Riley? <laughs> that's what you sound like. <laughs> no. You don't sound like that? No, I, I, I know I should yes and, but I don't like yeah. the sound of that yeah. sound. No, I agree. I so agree. Uh, I don't think I make any sound. I think I just start whimpering. But I feel like my spider thing comes from being a child and sort of having scary spider experiences. Like, but I didn't ever have a bad snake experience. It's just a, it's just an innate thing that that we have that's primal. Well, you're I, you're you're from a, a a group of. I will tell you this: I grew up. Uh, you know, we didn't. Uh, I never. I don't think I saw a cockroach until I was uh, in my twenties. Really, and, uh, uh, nineteen or twenty. And really, it, and, it, and and I because I grew up in a you know uh, and and people would always say like. Well, no. Where did you grow up? You can't just to say I grew up in a. And I was move about on. to. I see. You know your interviews go. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that, uh, even comedically. Uh, I need to apologize. You Janet. Do? Yes, Janet. It's Janet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I grew up on the south side of Chicago. South side of Chicago. Then we moved to the south suburbs. And uh, this is now. This is weird. I grew up in a town called Hometown. That's not the weird part. Uh, and we had a, 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 a mouse and or rat, I don't know what it was, that lived in our heating ducts. Mm-hmm. And, we w- and we would see the tail sometimes, and it never freaked me out. It never freaked me out. Yeah. But now if, if, I, if I saw a rat or something in the backyard where I live now, I, the authorities would be called. Like really? I, would, I would think it's insane. Really? But at the time, it didn't uh, – nothing. Huh. Like, oh, oh, there's the guy. Ah, there's the yeah. mouse. Or the well, rat. How big was the tail? Because if the tail was pretty big, it was a rat. I'm just say it's a rat. Mice though. are very small. Yeah, this was. Uh, you tell me if I uh, three feet long the tail. <laughs> May have been a snake. Oh Jesus! May have been that you never saw the front of the rat because you saw the entirety of the snake. Yeah, oh, boy, here I was thinking this whole time I never saw a snake. Yeah, but we didn't have bugs. That's the thing. We didn't have bugs. That's impressive. So to then when I moved, actually it was when I moved to California in 1986. To go to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, my buddy Dave drove out here with me in the hotel room. I insisted that we leave it because it had uh, – I saw a cockroach. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I can't stay here. There's, there's cockroaches. And he said, uh, you've never seen one? I said, no. And he's like, well, I grew up in the grew up in the country. You know, it's a bug. Who cares? Right. And But to me, it just – it denotes filth and gross and they gross me out. Me and, too, yeah. And, and we did have them in Arizona. Did you? They call them sewer roaches, and they're like this big. That's yeah. And my mom, my mom would have them because she lived right near like a big sort of yeah, sort of a wild expanse of desert, and uh, they would get in through the drains. That's so what we they, would have yeah. to close our drains every night. And then when I, whenever I, well, I didn't. She didn't have full custody, and thank God because I slept very poorly the nights that I was at her house because I would wake up in the middle of the night and have to pee, and think it, it was the question of like, do I turn on the light? to see whatever horrible oh, creature is down there. But then you didn't want to step or on them I, accidentally. Yeah, so you turn on the light, but then, like, if you see one, you don't want to leave your bed. It's just horrible. And they're oh. huge. So it's not, like, a thing where you just sort of... St- it doesn't feel right to, like, step on it and move on. It's, it's, a, it's a large creature. It's, it would be... It would... It would- Disgust me to step it's on bad it and news. crush it. Yeah, because that's juicy. You're right. It's that's not just, like... a big, juicy thing. Yuck. Those yeah. big ones are... great. I saw one to this day. It was in Pasadena, California. I maintain it was the size of a checkbook. <laughs> and obviously it wasn't that big, but it was so big that it was like, well, that's insanity. And yeah. it was like, so that grossed me out. That was on, uh, I want to say Del Mar was the street. Pasadena. Stay away. Stay away from Del, stay Mar, from Del Mar, I am I just. I am surprised that you didn't have bugs growing up in 
the urban city because plenty of people like certainly there are cockroaches in new york you know well in chicago and in chicago we just didn't wherever i lived we were you in was it i know you said the suburbs was it more sort of like stacked apartments or was it just a cute little house we had had, uh, you ever see that movie the boy in a plastic bubble no, oh. I know, I, I know. I. Oh. Well, we, we lived in one of those bubbles. <laughs> oh. That probably explains why you saw that, no, little to no life. Boy, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Ignore everything else I said. Hermetically sealed. Um, except for that rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just a guy from the 80s. That was just a, a fellow that was out of his time. Um, Speaking of, checkbook, really? Just kidding. I still have a checkbook. It was very, what? I was making a joke as if checkbooks were obsolete. They're getting there. Checkbook. They're getting there. I do too. I like seeing those numbers. I like being able to write it out and understand what's happening. Right. Um, Opposed to doing it online. I do both. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like having your checks and balances. No Mm -hmm. pun intended. (laughs) Maybe it was. Sure. Sure. It's not your concern. (laughs) Uh, We lived in homes. We actually lived in what they call a duplex. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Sure. Duplex. Two homes uh, that share a wall. Who were your neighbors? I don't know. What? Isn't that like? Aren't you supposed to have like a weird? Comedy of errors, kind of a threes company sort of vibe with your duplex neighbors? Um, we didn't. Like you guys were in on something together, like you're a team? I don't think we were on this team. <laughs> I know that they didn't like the the, the apple tree. Uh, grew the, – the, the trunk itself, the roots were on their side of the front lawn. Mm-hmm. But the tree grew in such a way that it grew in, onto our side. Mm. So we would climb it. And then they would always say, you got to tell your kids not to climb the tree. Get them out of the tree. Because if we fell, we could sue them because it was on their – This is actually – this the way, is kind of what I was thinking have, about. Yeah, We wouldn't have sued them. Right. But they were worried about it. Oh, they sound very uptight. They also kept on saying uh, – You let them know that the apple doesn't far from, fall from the tree. Far from the I also told them don't go under the apple tree Good. with anyone else. Good. <laughs> Good. But me. Good. Uh, they would insist, the, hey, if the ball goes into our backyard, please walk around. Don't climb the fence. And so we would spend. So you in, in your in the backyard, you had a fence. We had a fence between, between the two. The, two, yes. the one yard. And by the way, the yards probably were no bigger than this room. I mean, yeah. They were small, but yet we insisted on playing fast pitch baseball. Uh-huh. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why our parents didn't go walk yeah. the twelve feet to the park. Yeah. Go out in the street. Sure. You know, but we insisted on playing in this little tiny little area. This, yeah, I'm, I, I, the, I guess I am enjoying the drama that I was hoping for, which is this idea of drawing the line a la Greg and Marsha sharing a bedroom or something. Like the, the invisible line of the front yard is sort of funny to me because you don't really see that. It's just a weird in between of having yeah. your own house versus being in an apartment complex. There's not really that kind of conversation happening. The way, the way, I guess there was. You know, I, I, you know, I was only – we moved from there when I was 14, so any sort of – Issues with I do know that when we got aluminum uh, aluminum siding, uh, both yeah. halves of the thing Woo! had to agree to do it. Um, okay, yep, yeah, you uh, would have to. And uh, our neighbors to the other side that we shared a driveway with, um, they so didn't want us climbing their fence. They put the fence in upside down so that those spiky things uh-huh. were on the top. Oh my my! And uh, one time, my foot, uh, I climbed it to get the ball. Uh, and my shoelace got caught on one of those spiky things, and I crashed to the ground and shattered my wrist. Oh, my. Had to be rushed to the emergency room. I hope they're happy. We didn't sue them, though, like we should have. Who sues anyone except for people who are litigious? I think uh, 
I think in retrospect, we should have sued him and got a couple of bucks on him. Yeah? No. No. <laughs> I don't think I would ever sue anybody. I don't think unless I would I, either. Unless, unless like, it, like, you were told, you got you to sue those right. people. Or that company. Right. I think I could sue a company. Yeah. Even then, I think I could probably f- rationalize not doing it. Yeah, I think so, too. I was thinking about that for some reason recently, too. Like, would I sue... I think I was listening to some sort of, unfortunately, like how many mistakes doctors make and stuff and thinking, I don't know, even in the situation where you're so irrationally angry because something horrible has happened to someone you care about, I still feel like I'm so acutely aware that a doctor is just another human being capable of making a mistake or sort of doing the best. I don't know. Malpractice is like a huge thing. This is suddenly a very political podcast. Politics may not be the word you were looking for. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, did you want to get more stuff off the ground? Um, yeah, I'm just rooting spread? around in I, my bag a little bit. This is my podcast. I can make as much noise you as I want You know what? I, I apologize. To. It is your show. I guess I just felt you were distracted and that maybe was rude to the guest. That I wasn't listening to the guest? Yeah. You're uh, not wrong. I The worst thing I ever heard was uh, my friend George was married to a lady who was a lawyer who represented a woman who was uh, basically wide awake during surgery. So she yeah, that's terrible. heard and felt everything. Yeah, that's, no, that's terrible. But couldn't tell them. Yeah, yeah. That's a could nightmare. Am- that's everyone's worst nightmare. Could you imagine? That's I can't imagine, and I'm not going to sleep tonight. I, that's everyone's worst, ni- worst nightmare for sure. I mean, right? Yeah. You're in, they're hurting yeah. you. They're in your stomach. No. You sue for damages, emotional damages. Oh, it's for emotional. Because you would, it's, it's like you would have PTSD for the rest of your life, I think. What would you have? I have PTSD for from, thi- from, from thinking that, about it. From that sentence? I can tell right now. <laughs> yes. I don't know how long it's going to take me to recoup. Well. Or right. Uh, I was in country, you know. Uh, I don't think I did know that. I was, yes. I, did I don't think I did know that. I did a very short tour over there. And... Uh, it just takes time, and you're going to get through it. Thank you so much. You're for welcome. I mean, the stuff I your, saw, I, can't, I don't even want to tell you what I saw. But, sure. But I saw some stuff. Sure. And you're probably still suffering from the PTSD of shattering your wrist. Um, you like to make humor, and I get it. We're having a good time. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, Let me ask you this. Who's the we in the you playing baseball? That's a great question. Uh, it'd be probably my brother and my stepbrothers. Uh, and how old are? Or maybe all the O'Donnells. Maybe the Chris. Maybe Chris O'Donnell was there. Maybe Paul Partica. Maybe Mike Cusick. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. could have been in my backyard playing uh, this game. Uh, but I want to say, uh, for the most part, in the backyard, mm-hmm. it would probably be my brother Mike, who's two years younger than me, mm-hmm. or my stepbrother uh, Scott, who's two years older than me. Okay. So, uh, and we were the, basically the three that would play baseball. Who was? Whose kid was your cool. stepfather? Uh, my mom married a gentleman named Ron in 1974, uh-huh. and he had three kids: Tim, Scott, and Ron. And then my mom and dad had me and my brother Mike. Ron Jr. Pardon? I said Ron Jr. No, it is not. It's not. No, uh, different middle names. Oh, you have to have the same middle yeah. name. I'm a junior. You are? Yeah, James Ronald Pardo Jr. I don't know if I knew that. That yeah. does feel weird not to know. Mm-hmm. Is that a Catholic thing? Is it in what are there certain cultures in which that's more common? That's a great question. I don't. I don't think so because you hear like you know you know you know Charles Howell the third. You know, I'm guessing that guy's not Catholic. I'm guessing yeah, he that's would be just Lutheran rich. or Protestant or rich. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thurston uh, Howell the third might be the person I'm thinking about from uh, Gilligan's Island. Well, Charles How uh, Charles Howell. Wait, is that his name? Professional golfer. I don't know. Don't ask I me anything about golf Charlie and expect sticks. me to back it up. Oh, because he was Cause, cause he well hung? Three. Yeah, because he's well <laughs> hung, you idiot. 
Um, uh, is that his name, Charles Howell? I don't Howell? know. Hoffman? I don't know. I don't know. Charles Howell the third. I forget his name. I know you said that you didn't know anything about my podcast or anything that I ask, but I do ask about your teenage years, Go, and let's that's talk about why. It. I sought the opportunity uh, uh, to, to ask about it. I know because you moved from that duplex when you were 14. That's right. And you moved, and that's when you moved to a different area of suburbs of South Chicago as well. I lived in the, here's the deal. I lived at se- down. basically 76th and Cicero. Uh, that's in Chicago proper uh, until I was um, eight. Then at eight, we moved to Oak Forest, Illinois, where we lived for, promising. for six months. Mm. Then we moved <laughs> to hometown Illinois from 70, I want to say 70, about four, I guess it was 74, from 74 to 1980, six years we lived in hometown, and then we moved back to Oak Forest. Okay. Um, hey, my favorite. I know, you were- You, you, were, went, you went home. Yeah, we went home, we went home again. And uh, then we were there, and I was there until I moved out here in uh, 1995. Was Oak Forest uh, filled with oak trees? That was filmed with uh, racists and closed-minded people. Perfect. That was my next question. Um, yeah, it was uh, pretty. I, I, it was pretty white. It was pretty white. There was a Filipino family that around the corner. How does it compare with my dad's from the north suburbs, like Evanston and Willamette? Well, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty white, huh? Well, that, I mean, that, that's rich white, but at the same God, time, my parents. My dad was not rich, so I don't know how that happened. Evanston's pretty, uh, pretty well to do. I don't know. But I, it's yeah, also, I but it's also mixed. It's also the nor- the more north and west you got, the more mixed you got. Except for Park Forest, which was south, and that was the uh, first neighborhood that they allowed interracial marriage to live. Mm. Um, there was yeah, there was some drama when my dad was a kid that a black family moved into my dad's neighborhood. Oh, is that true? My dad says that his parents were like the only fam, like his was the only family that sort of welcomed them in. I think mine would have been the only one too. Stuff. Uh, I bought uh, I bought tires once from uh, uh, an Indian fellow, not Native American, you know. Uh, India, Indian, Indian, and uh, uh, I, my girlfriend's dad uh, gave me crap about it. Oh, uh, oh, I heard you bought tires from the Indian. Oh my god! I go, I bought them at the Goodyear. Yeah, yeah, but that's owned by an Indian. You couldn't have found it. Can you imagine the the acute awareness of who owns what business the and that that's an shit. issue? Go buy the and fucking it's tires. Creepy and yeah, right? Oh, it's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. How lucky are we that we didn't have that kind of influence to overcome uh, from our families? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, 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 my mom, you know, I, I, I've said it. Before, my, you know, my mom voted for Jesse Jackson. My mom is a pretty uh, liberal person, pretty open-minded person. Uh, but my neighborhood was not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I, I didn't speak to a black person until I was uh, working at the mall. Well, and, and when we were working at the mall. Say it again. When were you working at Question the mall? Question here. <laughs> I worked. I started working at the mall in 1984. I worked at Oranges Records and Tapes. I can't. Your the fact that your brain works in years is the opposite of the way mine works. I can't. I'd have to work backwards so hard to try to figure out what year certain things happened to me. Well, I've I've answered these questions a thousand times. I understand. So, uh, no, that's. Uh, <laughs> I just remember where I was. I graduated high school in '84. Okay. And. Uh, and I started working for my friend Dave in 84, the same Dave that drove out to L.A. with me in 86. Mm-hmm. And then I um, – Cockroach Dave, as I now call him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, sure, Dave. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. Very talented musician, now producer, produces a lot of jazz albums. Fantastic. Uh, very talented man, does the theme song for my podcast, a great guy. Oh, 
Oh, there you go. Um, he uh, hired me at the record store. And then um, I believe I, – I don't have confirmation on this, Janet. Uh, there was an opening at another record store for an assistant manager. And I believe Dave recommended me because uh, as a um, – uh, what? how do I want to word this? I think it was either that or fire me because I was getting to be too big for my britches. I, I, I see. Was, I see. And well, so, that's not a shocker <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Fun. Um so then I worked at Lincoln Mall for uh, two years, and then I moved out here to California from 86 to 87, moved back, worked at that record store again. Oh. Then worked at a record store in Naperville, and then I got hired to work for MCA Records when I was 21 or 22. So the initial impetus for you to work at the record store was that you genuinely were interested in loved music? I okay. loved it. I was, I, was there, I was there so much that putting me on payroll was the – was uh, the smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, this feels very John Hughesian to me, the Jimmy Pardo in Chicago loving record story. Boy, and we were just talking right? about this. That's the era of movie too that like what, that made me want to like be an actor, like just seeing Andrew McCarthy and, and uh, – Judd Nelson? John Cusack was the name I wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. Was looking for, but yes, even though he's not, he was not in the Brat Pack movies, but you know what I mean. Like that era yeah. was like Michael J. Fox in you know in in movies. Mm-hmm. Secret of My Success. You know, uh, God, I love the Secret of My Success. Great, it's horrible. I that doesn't. It is horrible, right? It's horrible, but I but I loved it. And also, just the feeling that you get from those kinds of instrumentals, where they're well, just like deeply electronic, synthesized, <laughs> and saxophone. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like I did that movie was just on the other day and I was flipping past it and it was just a, some montage of him being successful. Every movie had that. I hate when I make myself laugh that much. I like what you do. Uh, montage of him being successful secretly. <laughs> and, um, and and like looking and gazing at Helen Slater across mm. like the polo field or whatever was going on there. And I thought, God, that feeling that I get that wistful feeling I get from those that montage music yeah. can only it's only exists in the 80s. I agree with that and uh, and also appreciate it uh, like you do who a, a quick piece of trivia who sang the theme song The Secret of My Success. The Secret of My Success. They okay. had a they had one of the quintessential 80s songs, huge. Night Ranger. Oh, uh, I was going to say White Snake even though I knew oh, that wasn't right. Oh, here we go again. That could be <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a drifter like a drifter i was born that's a great song night ranger uh, night ranger what was the other night ranger sister song? christian that sister was christian now your time mm-hmm. has come uh-huh. yeah not a fan of that song but i like night ranger got no problem night ranger your mo- i think that song that's another one where i don't know if i don't if i don't know if i like it or not it's so intrinsically tied to my childhood that i love it yeah but i think i'm maybe i hate it yeah i I think I have those songs. I can't pull one right now. Yeah. Um, and by that, I mean I, I can't masturbate at the moment. I think Oh Sherry also does another one where I, do, do, I, do I like that or do I just love it because? Uh, I love it. I'm a Steve Perry fanatic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, a quick side story. This is kind of a fun uh, anecdote. Uh, I was at a different mall, Orland Square. A lot of mall talk for sure. I, uh, well, that's the 80s, baby. A lot that's what of mall we did. Talk. I was at the mall with Gary Shera and Paul Boyev and um, – Gary, so we were there. It's it, me. We no. I, I apologize. I believe we ran into Paul, and or no, my apologies. <laughs> it was me and Paul. We ran into Gary. 
Okay, all right. So Gary, then we're, we're talking, and uh, Gary, uh, we started talking about Steve Perry's new song, and and he said, uh, and he goes, I love it. You know, should have been gone. Start singing it at top of his lungs. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, walk around the walk, walk around the mall, walk around the mall, run into my mom. And my mom said, uh, uh, sees me with Paul. She goes, where's Gary? I said, uh, well, Gary's not with us. She goes, I swear I just heard him singing Oh, Sherry across. The- he just did sing Oh, Sherry. that's so funny. That's how loud he was. She yeah. heard him across the other side of the mall. And how was the singing voice? Nice. And, oh, Jerry. I, well, he was Jerry and I, now he's Gary. Uh, oh, that's very confusing. Moved to Nashville. Became a songwriter. Oh. Uh, toured with uh, some famous people playing keyboards and doing backup vocal. Yeah, listen to you with all your music hotshot friends. He was in a band called Pearl River that had uh, some success. I feel like I've heard of it. And he's a great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Gary Turn me on to Chicago, Jerry. the band. Why did he change? Why did he Gary to Jerry? I think uh, Gary probably was uh, easier to pronounce for people. Than Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about... We're not talking about a big difference. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. You are. You just took two to super easy names. You better shut up so I can compliment you. You you make me laugh. You are one of the top ten people that make me laugh on this planet, and that may be the hardest you've ever made me laugh. <laughs> then Jerry, I don't know the answer. I'm sure he gave we me the answer get at one in touch point. With that guy. Uh, oh. You want me to text him, get an answer? Yeah, maybe text him. I'm going to text him right now and get us an answer while we're on the air. I wish you would. Okay, hang this on. This is around the corner from you just calling him, and then we're doing some sort of a weird thing where we call people on the on the podcast, which we've only done. I think I did that once. Also, I say we as if there's more than just me. Um, hang on. Quick question. Also, the weirdest thing is if he had kept it G, but made it Jerry, like Jerry... Well, it Jewel. was it was Jerry, Jerry with a G-E. Was he inspired by Jerry Jewell? I got to imagine. Yes no. <laughs> I got to imagine. I mean, weren't we all? Weren't we all a little bit? Let's also acknowledge that she was terrific on Deadwood. Um, Deadwood's in my top five favorite movies of all right? time. I don't, it's not I, a movie. I call not television a movie. shows, when they last that long, I call them movies. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Get that answered. ASAP. Uh... Uh, he may, you know, he may be working. Um, okay, it is sent. We'll get an answer. So this teenage record-loving Jimmy Pardo yes. that you sent me the picture, which is the first time I've ever seen you as a teenager. Oh, that was absolutely me. I sent adorable. you the picture. Thank you. And also, what was – you sent me like a weird collage where who cut out a picture of you as a teen and superimposed it on a picture of you as a was kid? The picture of me as a teen – uh, it was from the record store, mm-hmm. and I have, in fact, in there, I'm wearing a Prince T-shirt from the yes. Prince Purple Rain tour. Oh, well done. So, and we were not allowed to wear T-shirts at the record store. The the chain had a thing; you had to have a collared shirt. But I was going to wear my what shirt. A prim record store. Hmm. I don't uh, was agree nor disagree with their philosophies, and there is. Uh, you know, they they're not going to come after you now. They may. Uh-huh. Jr.'s record shop, Bob and uh, Tom Kennedy. Were the brothers that owned it? Mm-hmm. Uh, huge chain in the Midwest. They did great. Good people. They sold the store. This uh, quick side thing. They had this huge chain, and they sold to Musicland. Oh yeah, literally a year before every record store in the world closed. Good for them. Like they, like, Good but for nobody them. saw it coming. Yeah, nobody saw it coming. Yeah, they were like, yeah, you know, it's time to get out. And then they got out, and oh, Musicland, which was the biggest, sure, gone, probably paid them 
a gazillion dollars yeah. and then they everything closed in a year. Um, that is amazing timing. What uh, – oh, so I had my little name tag on. I was going to wear my Prince T-shirt the next day from the concert no matter what, even if I got written up or whatever the hell. Right. If a, if a big shot came uh, to the store. Um, so what we would do, my friend Keith, a guy named Keith Rutowski, really funny guy, one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Um, he was my manager. He was the manager. I was the assistant. We would do little fun things. Like uh, on the register, we would make little collages and stuff like that. So he made some – he cut me out of this picture with that. And I think I was probably holding like a gift certificate, that sort of thing. Okay. Like Jimmy says, buy gift certificates and then me right. holding it. So I, for whatever reason, kept that little cutout and then I – it's it's on my refrigerator and I've had that little, hey, there's a picture of me and my Sylvester Stallone tank top uh-huh. at 10 years old. And I then I just slipped that other one into that little – Plastic gotcha. frame. I got gotcha. And then I was like, oh, I could make a copy of that. I'll, I'll, uh, and I, by the way, I thought That's they great. were connected. They're not. They're two separate things. Yeah. And I was like, ah, what a neat way to send both images. It worked just great. I want you to know it worked just great. My pleasure. Let's talk about uh, yes. what else you were doing when you weren't super excited about music. Were you – did you – were you playing sports when you were in high school? No. I, <laughs> I did Little League and uh, where I played uh, – I was the uh, – I don't know. I'm sure this record doesn't hold up. Um, it was either just for the city of hometown, which I'm now that I'm 40 something years old, I'm led to believe is more the case than what I was told back then. Back then I was told I was the only player in little league history to be traded. Um, wow. Yes. Uh, wow. I was a dick. I was not a good player uh-huh. at all, at all. And I was a dick to the coach. Sounds like you're a bad news bear. I like what I'm hearing. <laughs> you would have fit right in with that cast. I could have, um, uh, uh, my big claim to fame is that the gentleman told me to settle. He kicked me off the field one day for being a dick. And he said, uh, you come back here to me. You go home. I'm sending you home. You go home. You come back with a cool head. And uh, I came back the next day with ice under my hat. Oh, what a listen to dick. you. What a smart ass. What an asshole. What a smart just ass. Just an asshole. And this is just some guy probably making an extra 30 bucks a week right. to coach our team. Right. You know, um, in 19... 19- 78, 79, that would have been. So I tried. My brother was a great athlete. My brother, Mike, great athlete. And I was horrible. And I was, you know, a good singer and, uh, you know, was in the plays and that sort of thing. But were you like a smart ass across the board? Like, like for example, what, what just occurred to me when you said that is I remember now that I, for whatever reason, took criticism very poorly. Like the younger I was, I think mm. I got a little better about it as I got older. But I remember getting a report card from like second or third grade where there was even a note that says, you know, Janet's a great student, but she really has a hard time taking criticism. Wow. And I'm wondering that's and, – and I think the smart-ass response to any sort of constructive criticism or like actual criticism that doesn't feel good Lash is out, to yeah. sort of do something like wear ice under your hat. Like, ha, this is my – this is me showing you how little I take you seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was definitely me. There's no doubt about it. I wish I could remember that guy's name and write him an email and apologize. Sure. And then have him go, what, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. There's no reason for you not to commit the next two months of your life to doing everything to find him. I probably could figure it out within minutes uh, if I texted another guy. Yeah. If I texted Mike Cusick, he would probably tell me. Um, but I tried to play sports, to answer your question. Tried. Awful. And then even in high school, I tried I, – some of the stuff's from my one-man show that I did uh, 2000. I did it uh, – I did it back in 2001. Mm-hmm. I did it the first night was September 10th of 2001. And Ooh. then to this day, I cannot remember why we canceled the second <laughs> night. Um, 
But uh, well, if you'd like to just do your one man show right now, I can just but, take a. But these a are break. stories that are relevant to this era of my life. I uh, I tried out for the basketball team, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, people that don't know, I'm I'm not the tallest guy, and I certainly wasn't taller in high school. Uh, I tried out for basketball, <laughs> where I heard the uh, coach, uh, the assistant coach, ask the head coach during tryouts, uh, uh, "Have you seen enough? Should I take Pardo out?" And the and the head coach said, "No, leave him in. I think it's pretty funny." Oh come on! As I'm and I hear it, I hear it. Oh god, um, that is a John Hughes movie right there. Uh, yeah, except that I don't uh, win in the end. I, uh, you know, uh, you won. Look at you. Well, you know what? You're, you're right. on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a serious win. No, I apologize. I did win. You were a loser until this day oh. when you did my podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm also a good dad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What do you know? <laughs> uh, I tried out for baseball. Stunk. Uh, I was on the wrestling team. Was I was a good wrestler, as all little guys are. Yeah. Uh, but I hated it. Hated it. Uh, That's interesting, though, isn't it? Like when you're that age, sort of making the determination that you're going to stick with something that it, you don't find any pleasure I didn't like in, being like hurt. Yeah, I didn't well, that's like, understandable. You know what I mean? I didn't like that part of wrestling. Yeah, you know. Um, but did you have that sense getting ready to go to, re- to rehearsal? <laughs> Listen to me, who wasn't in sports, uh, getting ready to go to practice? Or did you have that sort of feeling in the pit of your stomach, like you hated that much, where you'd be like, "Why am I doing this?" Or was it just sort of like? Ugh, this is this is part of my routine and my schedule, but I I, I acknowledge that it's not the coolest thing in the world. Uh, I I think I don't think it was any. Of that. I think I just kept going to it. You know what I mean? Like I just was like, well, I'm I'm in wrestling, and you know that's what you do. You you participate in sports. That's mm. what I I grew up in the south side of Chicago. It's, it's sports. Everybody does sports. I'm in sports. Yeah. I'm not some theater queer. You know. Yeah. Um And then one day I just was like, ah. you know. So then I became the manager of the basketball team, oh, which uh, seemed that's uh, fun to picture. <sighs> <laughs> it is. Hey, go get the balls. It's horrible. It's so demeaning. The but I felt like I was part of the team. Uh-huh. Uh, my freshman year, I was new to the school. I asked Brian O'Shea. I had heard he was having a party. And for maybe one of the only times in my life, I had the balls to uh, go up and say, I heard you're having a party. I don't have any friends. Uh, can I come? Oh. I'm about to cry thinking of that. And uh, he said, you, "Did you really not have any friends? You nope. just named all these great people we just moved that there. you're still We just moved there. We moved you in 1980. Just got there. And uh, and he was like, "Yeah, of course. Why? I didn't, didn't know you weren't invited. Yeah, of course. Good for you." And I went and I made out with Lauren Moran, uh, Laura Moran. I don't know. Should I give her name? That doesn't seem. She won't care. Maybe she will. I don't think she'll care. Made out 1980. Made That's out. good. Yeah. If if she has a problem with yeah, if she has a problem with the fact that you just outed her as someone that you made out with, we we're in trouble. I'm not going to my high school reunion this year, so maybe I should send an apology. <laughs> you have so much apology. I probably should send them. An, uh, you know what I should do now? I think about. It, I should send them a video. Yes, expo- you should. Saying that I'm the- I think you should. They're going to be wondering. Everybody's going to be talking about it. Fucking it's horrible would that only be? Thing. Nobody would give a shit that I'm not there. But I'm so. Hey, everybody, listen. I'm <laughs> so sorry. How awful would that be? Hey, we got a DVD for Jimmy Pardo. Listen, guys, I'd love to be there. You know that. It hurt, tells me that I'm missing it. Oh, it's so oh, presumptuous and awful. God, that would be the worst. I wish I could even do it for the joke. I couldn't oh, even do it for the God. joke. No. I was just thinking really one person that's going, turn it the fuck off. Yeah. Just that one person. I hear you. I did tell you. I, so I, funny, I though. I, I told you. I went to my high school, the 20-year reunion, and um, I had the game show. I had two shows on at the, at the time. I had Movies at Our House and IMC and uh, the game show. 
And um, I came in, and I was also huge on the Bob and Tom radio show, Mm -hmm. uh, which is all over the country. So um, I come in with Danielle. Danielle and I had just been married, you know, 10 years ago. Guys, just so you know, you probably already know this, but of course, the lovely Danielle Koenig, who's done the JV Club podcast. Yes, and it's a great episode uh, from what I hear. Um, Great, great, great. great. (laughs) um, And we walk in. I got a beautiful suit that was, you know, there was a game show, you know, wardrobe. You know, so just, you know, fitted mm-hmm. beautifully. And I walk into my reunion, like, with my beautiful wife, who's seven years my junior. And, uh, you know, fuck all of you. You know, all <laughs> of you, in my head, all of you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> TV stars, I got two TV shows, you assholes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. walking in with my beautiful, brand new bride. Couldn't, you know, walk in. And we get there. Honey, we got to come a little late. You know, we get there. Right. And we come in and we get there right as they're organizing the group photo, uh-huh. which shows you nobody even knows I'm missing. That's right. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, uh, so they're organizing the, the big group photo. And so I come, they go, hey, we're taking the photo. So I go sliding in to the front and uh, somebody goes, he's here. He's here. And somebody goes, who? They go, Jimmy Pardo. She goes, why does that matter? <laughs> and they go, He's on Bob and Tom, and he and he's got TV shows. And then another guy's like, "Hey, my kids are big fans of the game oh, show." This is all. So that part went great. Yeah. But I just love that the very like. Why does that matter? First, it was like exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, it's like here we go. Yeah, he's here. Goddamn right, I'm here. Yeah. Why does that matter? But <laughs> <laughs> um, did you feel like you had something to prove in that way? Because. Like, how were you perceived in high school? Were you, I know that you weren't great. You were good at I wrestling. I, know I don't that you... know how it was perceived in high school. That's interesting. Um, uh, I have better memories of grade school with these with the names I mentioned. Paul Partick, right. Mike Cusick, uh, Paul Boyev. Um, how did you do with the ladies in high school? In high school, I dated uh, uh, Shirley Hagen. I, uh, that was not a good uh, – Paula Cazzo I dated. I mean, you know that I don't require you to name people's first and last names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paula was great. I liked Paula a lot. Uh, Shirley's dad went on to win some sort of lottery, so they're gazillionaires. Oh, wow. Uh, her brother Fred was a great actor, great guy. Enjoyed his company. Um, then uh, there was Paula, and then uh, Chris – uh, it was the girl that uh, lived across the street from me, and she and I dated for – I was a, a junior. She was a freshman. I think we dated for most of my junior and senior so year. So you did great. Yes, she was great. You, it sounds like there was always uh, an iron in the fire. Well, there was uh, Chris, and we uh, – um, you know, we, uh, you know, she was uh, – you know, she was great. Well, do you feel like <clears> – <throat> the reason I ask is because what has been so interesting for me about doing – the guys because mm-hmm. I'm so used to talking to women is that you know a lot of women had similar experiences that I had in high school which is that we were we did have these intimate friendships we did have these talks you know and these sort of and and the guys that we were friends with also kind of had this sort of like introspective or like you know I mean I was in theater so I had a lot of like sensitive gay male friends and stuff like that and so it's just interesting to hear I'm pleased that you had girlfriends because, uh, like, I, like Oscar Nunez, for example, who loves you and loves your podcast, um, and I he did, was not just like didn't have just was like ah, I was too busy getting drunk and hanging out with my buddies and mm. like I didn't it never even occurred to me that girls would be into me and um, it's just funny to imagine friends that you have now as be like uh, there being a time in your life where you would have related to them not at all. Um, so I'm just it, I like kind of imagining. I think I'm related to everybody of, I'm friends with now. Yeah. I think I think because you know, uh, you know, I, I I was in theater and once once I you know I always said that my I wish I would have embraced my 
theater nerd more. I was try I tried so hard to fit in, you know, by trying out for basketball and baseball and that yeah. that eventually I settled in to you know, I'm a theater guy. You know what I mean? These are my friends. My friends because are the- now you you're so you are one of those people like. One of my first of all, uh, I share your feeling about me, which I one of my favorite people in the world, and and also so, so yourself, and so kind of clear about who you are, and I'm interested in when that starts for people and how long it takes. And there's I've I've have friends who kind of just were like that, like my friend April Richardson has just always kind of been the person she is yes. now, and very much knew that and felt comfortable in that. And then there are people that you know kind of come into their own and go, wow, I. I wish I could have embraced this sooner, but I couldn't have because that's just not the way, you know, my development worked out. But I don't think I even, you know, I think I was still, even as a comic, I was trying to, when I first started, I was trying to fit in with, you know, what I perceived to be the the cool kids, you know? Yeah. So, like, I wasn't even finding myself then. I would say 1993 is when I really See, figured out See, look at you with the date. You were, you're able to pull out the date right away. Because I made a big change of comedy there where I where – I, that's the year that I threw away my act basically and started brand new and just started by by improvising jokes and stories on stage um, and getting away from trying to be Paul Reiser and, and Richard Lewis. Um, I'm getting oh, wow. You're blowing up. It's a very important – You're blowing up. All right. We got an update. It's Gary from, and it, Jerry? Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Never readier. Excellent question. He started it with excellent question. Excellent question, Zim. He's being funny. That we, we both he dated a girl named Karen, who I w- w- was crazy about, and everybody knew it. Uh, but she had a little brother who uh, I think was like a a um, uh, uh, little brother was like two, and we were in high school, so it was one of those deals. And he he couldn't pronounce his J's, so I was Zim, and he was Zeri. Oh, that's cute. Uh, excellent question, Zim. Uh, LOL. I preferred the hard G sound when coupled with my last name, especially back when I was slurring my words. Anyway, it also helped out when I was living with my folks. My dad, Jerry, would answer the phone and start talking with my friends oh. since we kind of have similar vocal tone and we talk for they talk for about five minutes before I'd intercept. So there's the not so quick answer. Of course, I still answer to Jerry. Oh. Well, listen, I don't know if Jerry wanted me to give that answer on the air. <laughs> I guess that part of it you forgot to mention well, to him that we yeah, were going to be. Yeah, I guess I probably should have informed him that I was going to be relating that. I did, did I give his last name? I don't know if I did. I can't remember, but I think you did. All right, Gary Shera. Yeah, you definitely uh, did. Great 100%, guy. 100%, yes. Great guy. Great guy. One of the few people I, I, I really keep in touch with, like two people from my school, uh, Gary and uh, Paul Boyev, who's a doctor down in Florida mm-hmm, and play, mm-hmm. still plays guitar. I was in a band with him in high school. Oh, you were in a band in high school? Yeah. Boy, this don't is not going to be an out. hour. This is too much of me talking. I think I'm interesting. I'm sorry. No, you, this is what the podcast is. I'm a bore. Get out of town. Uh, I was in a band called Rainbow Bridge in high school. Okay, well, I'm going to take a minute for that. Uh, it was a Jimi <sighs> Hendrix album title. That's Fantastic. why it was hip and cool. It Fantastic. was not as uh, My Little Pony sounded right. as, <laughs> uh, as it is. Rainbow Bridge. Uh, it was either that. I vetoed this. Um, some Mountains. And I wish Ooh. I would have gone with some mountains. But I don't know, though. Some Please mountains. Please welcome some so, mountains. I don't know. That's so... Uh, how many? Some. I, that's not enough. I, I want to know. I, I want I more, wish I I want more information. I the humor of that. Uh, also, large men was the other one. Please welcome large men. Large men's great. And these guys. Please welcome these guys. These guys is cute. Rainbow Bridge, though. Rainbow, Rainbow Bridge, Bridge is what I, uh, I, I, I... You know, it was one of those things where I didn't... I, I had no sense of humor about the band. Uh-huh. None. <laughs> None. It was... What the music sound like? Uh, oh, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Musically, yeah. Paul Boyev on guitar, Mike Rago on bass, Brian Mel on drums, uh, Jim Rago uh, on uh, keys. 
Uh, then Paul quit and a guy named Chuck, whose last name I couldn't tell you for $7 million, mm-hmm. uh, replaced him on Flying V and we played a lot of UFO and Scorpions. Uh, but before that, <laughs> uh, including with Chuck, musically, these guys were phenomenal. Yeah. Even in high school. So you were just singing. Singing and I should have been fired day one. <laughs> not good. Um, not good. Not good. Not good. They should, truth be told, they should have fired me and got Gary Shera, who had a beautiful singing voice and probably wanted to be in a band. Mm-hmm. And maybe he wasn't a band. I don't remember. It's not, uh, I wasn't keeping tabs. I was too uh, humorously, uh, <laughs> humor freely enjoying uh, Rainbow Bridge. We uh, played a bunch of gigs. You know, we did battles. Battle original stuff or covers or both? We did, uh, if we did a 10 song set, 10. Uh, nine originals. Okay. No abort. Nine oh. covers. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Opposite, opposite. The, and the um, the original I'm sure was decent, but I didn't know how to write lyrics and stuff. So you know, it was just me talk Frank Frank Zappa e uh, singing the the, <laughs> the words. Um, but we did uh, – But they didn't kick you out, so – They should have. I don't know to this day. There must have been some redeeming something happening. I think I had the team drive. I was the guy that – it was my band. I kind of Well, you managed it. a ball team. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, you know, we did uh, – see, in that band we did uh, a lot of Jimi Hendrix and a lot of Chicago. And uh, we also did uh, some Santana. We did Evil Ways by Santana. And then we then we flipped and all of a sudden we figured out – you know, nobody wants to hear just that. So we did some Rush and we did uh, some... Uh, That's not easy stuff to cover. So they must have been they great. Were, again, yeah. these guys were phenomenal. And uh, then, like I said, when Paul quit uh, and we got uh, Chuck, uh, then it was a lot of UFO and a lot of uh, Scorpions because he was a big uh, Michael and Rudolph Schenker fan. Okay. And, uh, Schenker is an unfortunate last name. Not if you're German. They're good, They're good people. Okay. They're shankers. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was in a band in high school, uh, Rainbow Bridge. Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, I think Rainbow Bridge is probably a really great Rainbow Bridge into this game of MASH that I'm going to wow, play with you. Is, <laughs> uh, and this is, of course, a Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Is that what we're doing? That's right. Okay. That's right. So it's all Alan Alda it's trivia. It's all Alan Alda I'm, trivia. I, I got to be person th- Nine thousand to make that joke. Uh, no, no one has made that joke ever. You're mostly because w- girls all played it, so they really think mash this game when they think mash I, rather than I thinking don't, about mash. I don't even know what this is. I've yeah. never heard of it. Um, it's gonna be great. But uh, you've explained it to me prior to our recording. Yeah, I look forward to playing it. Good. That's really really comforting because we're about to do it right we now. We do it right now. Uh, the first category is it a time thing? Do I have to answer it a timely fashion? Well, yeah, you have this kind of top of your, top top of your head answers. You can flex your improv muscles. I realize that an hour from now, when you're still obsessing over this episode because I'm unforgettable, you will think, "Why didn't I say blank?" Oh, I will. There's no question. But I still think I owe a guy an apology from, uh, <laughs> I know you from do. 1978. I know you do. Uh, okay, so so, but also know that the pressure's on me to come up with categories based on everything we've just talked this about. There's ba- a lot of pressure. These are categories based on what we've discussed and some old chestnuts that Go I ahead. enjoy. I'm going to start out with an old chestnut that uh, we would have done in, in a game, a mash game uh, in the 70s or 80s, depending risk, on how old you are. Risk of interrupting. Yeah. If you use the phrase "old chestnut" all the time, <laughs> I'm punching you in the balls now. You can eat three different old chestnuts. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> All right. 
I, so well, the second one. Give me, give me three dream cars. And it could be, your answers can be either, it could be a mix of both. It could be either all things you would have answered when you were 16 years old, or it could be current day answers, or it could be a blend. You could say, ah, for this one, I'm going old school. I'll go back then. Three dream cars would have been uh, Trans Am. Great. Um, That was kind of it. Mm -hmm. Trans Am. I didn't uh, didn't like sedans until I got older. Uh, you wouldn't want like a Corvette or like a Porsche. Yeah, Corvette and Porsche. Those are the three. There Thank you. Go. you. But Trans Am was the you know that was uh, I did have two Firebirds. I had a sixty seven and a seventy one uh, Firebird stick Hot shift. Stuff. Hot stuff. That's right. Got to get to that Rainbow Bridge a lot of by flying the Firebird. Copper, copper sixty seven, silver, champagne, silvery. Uh, it was a seventy one or seventy two. Forget what year. Sounds pretty good. You were a car guy. Then I had a Fiero, Pontiac Fiero. People like I, – I think Fiero would end up on this list sometimes when I was playing Mash with people. People like the Fiero. Well, that uh, – but I bought one. It was not a dream car. I bought one. Yeah. I had the you money. Were, well, you were living the dream, <laughs> even if it was somebody else's. That's right. Uh, okay. Next category is going to be <clears throat> you wake up tomorrow. Yes. And uh, you have Matrix-style essentially downloaded and mastered a musical instrument three. Guitar. Well, gu- guitar, piano, and drums. Great. You know, the, your staples. Let's I want to see which one you end up with. It's going to be great. I wanted to be in Rush. Oh, Rush. That's a good drummer, huh? Neil Peart. One of the best? Some people think Some he's people a little too mechanical, that. but others will tell you he's oh, one of the best. He's I think so he's one of the best. and syncopated. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, I'd like to have maybe a drum off with Stuart Copeland and the, and the Rush. I'm not drummer. a fan of Stuart Copeland. You're not. I like him personally. I bet him. The gentleman was. Uh, kind oh, really? Of, yeah. Oh, I feel like I've only ever heard the reverse. I've only heard people say like, "Ah, he's a great drummer," but I hear he's a jerk. Oh, he couldn't have been nicer to me. Couldn't yeah, have been I more mean, pleasant. I, I'm pleased to hear it because I uh, am a fan of his. Man, his music. drumming. I, 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 I'm not, I, I understand he's great. I hear yeah. he's great. It just does nothing for me. Interesting. But nothing. Did you like the Police? Did you the band? I thought you meant the law enforcement. Yeah, agency. I know you did. And I know you did. I should have been more specific. No, man. I don't <laughs> need the, the man keeping me. Sure. Uh, I got no problem with the police. My son Oliver loves them. Loves I love the that police. he loves the police. Loves them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a car ride I'd like to be on with uh, t- oh, listening to Oliver enjoying. Along. Yeah, the him police. singing along to Kiss is the greatest. Oh, I bet. That's Except the greatest. I don't really like Kiss, so that's not the greatest. You'd like me. it when a six year old sings along with it. You're right. It's adorable. I, anything your son does, I'm on. I don't for. disagree. Um, okay, next category will be uh, you can. You know what? We're gonna do it. You the same 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 holds true for the musical instrument, but this time it's a sport. You're ex- absolutely excellent. I'm at the a best sport, there is. Of, yeah, as of as of tomorrow, as of this mass future. I wake three. up tomorrow. I'm the uh, baseball, mm-hmm. and then uh, baseball, mm-hmm. golf, baseball, baseball, and golf. Yeah, Great. giving yourself a I two out lo- of three chance. Although I would love to. You know, you got to put basketball in there. Yeah, let's I, throw basketball because in I there. tried. You know, I used to in, in grade school. I would dream. This is too much information. I would no dream, such thing. I would dream. I was so bad at kickball, like I, I could never hit it as far, kick it as far as the bigger kids. I would dream about a way to put a magnet in the ball, oh. and then a giant magnet, like where the home run would be, yeah, so that I could kick it oh. and then get a home run. <laughs> Is that not heartbreaking and sad? It's wonderful. That may be the first time I've ever said that. Uh, that is out loud to anybody. A wonderful, vulnerable that's, fantasy, right? I mean that. That's, yes, that's great. That's what grown ups are all about, kids. 
that's what listen that's what this podcast is all about i just hit a major home run probably because there was a magnet in the ball um all right next one is going to be uh three all right sure so uh you have you can have three singers and or bands um drop of a hat anywhere you are play a song that you request Three. doesn't have you don't have to name the song but just three singers it, or bands it's singer or band that or, just suddenly could like right now all, all of a sudden pop in and play you a song steve perry peter satara and meatloaf great okay uh i'm gonna use this new this new mash category because someone just uh emailed it to me i thought it was cute okay. i'll be interested to hear what your response is uh you may hate it um i enjoy it the category is uh you have an amusement park a what an amusement park mm-hmm. three what would the themes be what about my themes you know, like know. fantasy land that sort of thing i guess or like you know how the peanuts characters are at uh or it could just be like you love cars so it would just be like a car themed amusement park or it'd be it could music be a, it'd be music themed music thing great and you'd have your different lands you'd have your jazz land you have your rock and roll land you'd have your prog rock band area love it. love it yeah now i need two more yeah two more theme parks <laughs> You're so angry with me. You know what? Disgusted. You're disgusted. Email this person back. And tell them it's a good idea, but it's uh, it needs to be fleshed think out. Think about more. something. You know what? Why don't you think outside of yourself for a second and think what kind of theme park would I like to take Oliver to? What would Oliver love? Well, DC Comics, comic books. Great. Comic book. I just shamed you into coming up with another answer. Well, no, that was going to be the next one anyway, yeah. but I kind of thought like that they already kind of do that. But yeah, superheroes. Yeah, that's great. I don't think that they really have something that's like... Superheroes. I got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, animals. Animal theme park. You know, like a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Idiot. I am an idiot. Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to volunteer this. This yes. could be... Uh, I believe that Danielle did answer it. Um uh, this could be answers from back in the day, uh, three women that you feel you have a crush on or that you would like to, you know, it's not going to be your new wife. But Bernadette Peters. Wonderful. It could be from my childhood as well. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Christy McNichol. Oh, sure. Little darling. Diane Franklin. Diane Franklin from Better Off Dead? Yes. Well done. Uh, in fact, you know what? Uh, well, Bernadette Peters has been there forever, but Deborah Foreman would be the other one. Those were the ones growing Oh, up. Last American Virgin? Was she in that one? No, that's uh, Diane Franklin. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's in both of those. Wait, Deborah Foreman, I know it. Don't tell me. I want to say she was in April Fool's Day. She might have been. But what else was she in? Can't pull it. She was in uh, Real Genius. Oh, she, she was? Yeah, just for a second. But before that, she was in uh, My Chauffeur, I want to say. Okay. And what was the other one she was in? Deborah Foreman. Oh, she, she was in a ton. She was in a ton. Very pretty. Yeah. She and Diane Franklin. She for sure was in April Fool's Day. I'm guessing you're probably right. Yeah. But I don't know why I can't picture either because it's not like Fast Times, but something in that realm, I thought. I just can't pull it. I can't Even though I know, I mean, I know her. Intimately. I, uh, you know her work intimately. you don't think I've spent some time looking up Diane Franklin and Deborah Foreman on the World Wide Web as an adult. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. I wouldn't, I would have assumed that you did. Yeah. That's what it's for. I did That's what it's there for. I had web TV. Right. Go ahead. Vacation uh, location. Vacation home location. So anywhere in the world, you have uh, a splendid vacation home. I have home. a second home? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, interesting yes. and neat. Um, 
You know, I've only been to Hawaii once, but it seems like a good place to have a second home. I don't disagree at all. Two more. Hmm. <laughs> Rome, Italy. I enjoyed Rome, Italy. Lovely. And uh, Portland, Oregon. Yes, indeed. What a gem of a city. Shout out to Portland. Shout out to Portland. All right, final category for James Pardo. This is tr- this tough. This is tricky. You, I'm, you know what? I'm going to stay with... Uh, Chestnut? Not chestnut. I apologize. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> three cereals that you that that become sort of your like drop of a hat. You could have access to this delicious cereal, whatever you want it. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we can choose. The I can't one. remember the one I like. It's uh, it's not raisin bran, but it's like a uh, it's something. It's a flake like that. A bran. Yeah. With it's with, a, with does it have a raisin? Bran with raisin and maybe a granola. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. what that thing's called. Oh, I think I got that for you. It's delicious. One time. What? Like a Raisin Bran Crunch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it's not Raisin Bran. Okay. What do you mean you got that for me? What does that I mean? I don't know. There was just some weird thing where somehow I knew what your favorite, favorite cereal was because someone answered a creepy question, so I bought you a box of it. Yes, you did. That's true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It is that. I like that. That's maybe why I came up with that idea, which I didn't remember why I came up with it. Well, who doesn't like Frosted Flakes? You know what I mean? You enjoy right. the Frosted Flakes, that other, let's call it Razor Brand Crunch. Yep. And then, you know what I like those, uh, I think they're just called O's. Oh, yeah. God, I haven't had an O. Are they still around? What do you think about this one with like a yellow box? Yeah. With just an O? Yeah, and then there's a little bit of like crunchy granola kind of stuff oh, inside the delicious. O. Delicious. And it's, and it's the kind of thing where it is a cereal where you ha- you do need to let it soften a little bit or it scrapes the roof of your That's mouth. Exactly but when the is. milk gets absorbed by that O, let me tell you. You might Almost makes you exactly. <laughs> it's two improvisers <laughs> coming up at the same sort of battle. <laughs> All right. Now, the way that I determine uh, what, what the outcome of this match game is going to be is that I do a thing that I then ask you to tell me when to stop. So tell me when to stop. Now. Great. One, two, three. All right. Uh, I'm going to pause this, do some quick calculating, and okay. uh, come back with your 100% guaranteed match future. I don't know what this This is... Uh, Listen, you're not going to be disappointed, mostly because you chose all of these, so you're in trouble if you picked anything that you're going to be disappointed by. Number one, I want to congratulate you on your uh, amazing ability to play guitar. I don't know if that's a situation where you are going to have the opportunity to actually accompany Meatloaf, but he is at your beck and call. He's excited about it. I do want to remind you for safety, though, objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than they are. Objects in the rearview mirror mm. may appear closer than, than they, they are. are. Wow, nobody pulls that. That's off that out of hell three. Yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. A little overwrought, but it's good. <laughs> are you saying that other albums by Meatloaf are not overwrought? That one. That's is. He specializes. His specialty is overwrought. Life is a lemon and I want my money back. Yeah. I love Mate Love Too, though. Objects in the you. That's a good, I, I love that song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. You love that song. I guess it is. I guess it doesn't have to be good for you to say you love it. Yeah, All but right. I do love it. Those things should go well together, but they actually I bet don't. You, I, I bet that. you nine out of nine people surveyed, other than the two people in this room, would go, oh, that's a horrible <laughs> song. But I love it. You're probably right. My pleasure. Uh, Sister Christian, now you time. Uh, I want to congratulate you on, uh, you know, this is going to be fun, a fun trip for <laughs> you to take with Oliver to the uh, animal theme park. <laughs> 
also known as the zoo. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what? Maybe there's rides. Uh, up in the North Bay in near San Francisco, they used to have uh, Marine World, uh, which was uh, roller coasters and animals. Terrible. Terrible combination. No, uh, the animals a, a don't roller like coaster it. that makes you feel sick, that's very loud, and then you go see a lion. Terrible. No. Terrible. Not on my watch. Marine World Africa USA. That's what oh, it was called. Right here in America. Oh, right here in America. Right in the good US of A. Now, I also want to congratulate you for uh, your ability to play golf. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Um, you know that when you pull up uh, to the golf course in your beautiful shiny Trans Am, people, <laughs> people's heads are going to turn. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> If not roll. Hey. Look. People's heads will turn if not roll. Look at this asshole. <laughs> What's going on, Magnum? It's going to be a lot of that. As you Although get Magnum out, as you cockily get out of your car and just dig your fist into a box of O's oh. and just fistful, mush a fistful of O's into your mouth before you do it's a little. Be Magnum. It's going to be, uh, how you doing there, Bandit? That's right. And that's I'll, right. And I won't be able to answer them because my mouth will be full of O's. Yeah, that's right. And then they're like, they're in the middle of giving you shit, except all of a sudden the passenger door side opens. Who comes out? Diane Franklin. Boom. The last American version. She was not the last American version. She was just in it. Well, she's the, she's the. uh, She wasn't a virgin. He was the virgin. he was. Yeah. She, he was the. uh, Last American virgin. (laughs) She was the girl of his dreams. Correct. And then she slept with the, with the, with the buddy. That's what happens. Everybody knows. They pick the jerks. Uh, E.G. Daly back then would have been another good choice. Who's that? E.G. Daly. She was, uh, wasn't she at Fast Times? Tommy, come on, Tommy. I don't know. I don't remember her. She's laid on the bed, topless. Oh, well, I'm, that Then she was in Phoebe's Big Adventure. Oh, oh, for sure, yeah. Wasn't she, was that Fast Times? I don't know. Come on, Tommy. I can't remember. How do I remember the line? I do remember, I, because you probably watched it over and over and over oh, again so you could see the boobs. E.G. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely. If that's if that's the same person from Pee Wee, yeah, it's her. Yeah. Dottie is that the character? Dottie, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was in a she was in a, a movie too, where she was like the lead of a in, in the lead singer of a band. Yes, right. Was that a John she, Cusack she movie? She had her own band. Maybe it was a John Cusack movie. I can't remember. I just remember they featured her prominently singing a song. She has a lot of songs like, in yeah. the Better Off Dead soundtrack. I want to say, yeah, maybe she has two songs on there. Maybe? She might play in the Better. She might be in Better Off Dead. I feel like she's in a Savage Steve Holland movie. I'm doing the yeah, like the dance that she would do on stage. I'm gonna look that up too. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up too. But I don't want to. I don't want her to steal Diane Franklin's thunder. No way, man. And I also don't want to steal the thunder of you have enjoying a beautiful vacation home in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I love it up there. And that is how we play a mash game, and that is how we finish the podcast. Except. That because this is the Boys of Summer uh, series, I do like to try to sing a, a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Um, if you can contribute to that, I would really appreciate it. You could start anywhere in the song. Let it rip. Do you need any cues I'd of sing what the? Skills of I'm sorry, but that's not what the, that's. Um, I apologize, but that is not what this series is about. Out on the road today, I saw a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. Cadillac. A little voice inside my head said, Don't look back. You can never look back. I thought I knew what love was. What What did did I know? know? Those days are gone forever. I should just let them go. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.